hands together. Put your 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 hands together. What's up, everybody? Thanks for coming out to the UCB. Here we are at the UCB Theater. And you know what else? There's amazing comics on the show tonight, and they're backstage and they can hear yeah right now. Clap for them. Let's clap for them. Hooray! We did a great job. We did a great job. How are you guys? This is very this is very smart. Yeah, fuck yeah. Look at your action. You know what I mean? Just like in the middle of the pants are rolled up. Who cares? Everything about you, you're bringing some great energy. Um, welcome, come on in. Yep, feel right on in there. Don't feel weird about it. Great long sweater on you, ma'am. Great long sweater. How are you guys doing? You seem smiling good. Are you having a good day? Yeah, great day. Yeah, you're having a great day? What did you do? Work. Work? What do you, what do, you do for a living? I work at a bank, unfortunately. You work at a bank, unfortunately? No, I think that's... I mean, chill, you know, that's cool. Uh, yeah, good job. With the money? Or what do you do? Yeah, with the money. Yeah. yeah. Dude, what do you... Oh, what? That was no, a cool yeah. thing you did with your hands. That shows me yeah. you do work at a bank. You yeah. use like you were sm smushing money smushing out at a stripper or something. You know what I mean? This is a bank! You know, that's what you say. Yeah. And then you make it rain in the bank. Basically. Yep, okay, great. Well, hey, I had an amazing day as well. Oh, there you are. Is that is that... Are you a person with him, or are you just, are you guys together? I'm just sitting next to these guys. Oh, are you with those people? No, you're just by yourself. They're my friends. You just sat in the middle of those two guys. Let's hear for this lady. <laughs> it's just, there's like some body language going on, and it's very funny, because both of these men are leaning at you. I'm not trying to blow their, uh, their cover, but like, you know, watch out. And if you need to move back, that's okay. Um... No, it's going to be great. It's inviting. I feel like it's good. Um, what a day I had today. You know what? I worked all morning. I've been, I've been traveling a lot lately, and I, uh, I got back the other day, and I've just been working since I got back. And um, so today, I worked until like 1 p.m., and then I said, you know what, Esposito? Let's take a little break. Because I had also heard that uh, Blue is the Warmest Color was released on Netflix Watch Instant. Um, now you guys might be like, wait, what are these words that you're saying? And if that's what you're saying, t I say to you, uh, how are, what's your level of knowledge of lesbian cinema? Because it feels like it's poor. You know what I mean? Because that was a big deal this year and it won can. You know what I mean? Like the palm door or whatever. So uh, you should probably, if you like, you know, if you're here and you're like, well, I consider myself an aficionado of lesbian cinema, and yet I do not know what you're speaking about, I would say. Well, you should you rethink your rankings of yourself. Uh, that was a French film. It is three hours long and uh, contains uh, a lot of sex um, between uh, women um, and then one like obligatory dude chick sex scene, which I always feel like, cut it out of here, you know what I mean? Get to the stuff, like boring. So boring. Puts me right off my oatmeal or whatever I'm eating at the time. 
But this movie was a big deal because the women are very young. One of them specifically very young. She's 21 now, so I don't know how old she was when she made the film, but a child. And um, she is nude as a, a, a nude thing in a lot of it, um, you know, because of the Frenchness, but also because of the lesbianism. Um, I'm not saying, like, lesbians are nude. I just mean, like, if it's a movie, I mean, that's how they often sell ticks. I don't know if you guys know that. Works for Sweeps Week as well. You know, a little, a little uh, Calista Flockhart, Lucy Liu action. Am I right? So again, if you thought to yourself, yeah, I know a lot about lesbians in the media, but you didn't understand the Ally McBeal reference I just made from the late 90s or early 2000s, I say to you, uh, bone up. You know? Because you can still say bone if you're talking about lesbians. You can. Some people don't realize that. Has anybody seen that movie? Has anybody seen... I didn't finish it yet. I'm only two hours in uh, because I'm a human person with limits. <laughs> did you like it? Yes. You liked it, yeah. It was really great. What did you like about it? Um, I really, really like French cinema. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, it's super French, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they're speaking French, yep. and, they're, and it's long times of talking, you know? Very French about that. Um, uh-huh, yep. A lot of open-mouth chewing in this film. You don't see that often. Very artsy. A lot of open-mouth pasta eating. Spaghetti, specifically. Real weird that that's in the film, but it's in there. Oh, you saw it. How, what did you think? I didn't like it. You didn't like it? Well, tell me why. I'm not against it. I want to know why. It is tedious. I mean, f- wait. For sure. I feel like that was a given. It's a three-hour-long French film. <laughs> it is for sure tedious. There's like at least one scene where a character's just sleeping, and then nothing happens, and then the scene is over. <laughs> at least one. Um, I almost went to see it by myself in like a rural northern California town. It was playing at the Art House Cinema there that only had two screens, and it, and it was playing at 3 p.m., and then uh, also like Happy Feet or some like kids movie was playing at 3 p.m. And I was thinking like the population of this town was so small, and this movie had like such a specific demographic that like for sure if I showed up at 3 p.m. on a Wednesday before my show that I was in town to do, like I was going to be the only person buying a ticket. And then also like buying a ticket just so surrounded by children. Just like, oh, these children are seeing that animated feature, but I'm seeing three hours of sex. If you wouldn't mind please selling me that ticket. And then I would get some of the kids to come into the movie, because we're into recruitment. Um, no, we're not into recruitment. I, I'm, I, uh, I'm, still, I'm not sure how I feel about it. i got to see how it turns out. But I will say, if you're interested in seeing uh, prop genitalia, check this film right out. <laughs> Because they have prop genitalia on them on their bodies, uh, and that is, you know, when I say that to you, you're like, oh, I'm sure that I wouldn't, as an adult, I would be able to deal with that. But when you see it, you're like, oh my god! Uh, it's just because they're 19, and I don't know how to feel about being uh, sexually affected by 19-year-old wearing prop genitalia. <laughs> I just don't know how to feel about that. I feel real weird about it. I was in uh, I was in Minnesota this last week. There was a blizzard, so no. I love that you apologized to him for clapping. Sorry, I didn't mean to be into the show. As an audience, I thought we were agreeing to stare. Um, 
What What was your investment in um, in a Minnesota? Uh, we're from Wisconsin. You're from Wisconsin, so <laughs> I get it. <laughs> we're, we're from Wisconsin, so technically not the same thing at all, but um, close. Yeah, you guys are neighbors. That's true. There's a lake, and then but there's some parts. Yeah. Uh, no, there's not. Wait. No, you're right there. You're right. That's I'm thinking of Michigan. Sorry, I mean to stress you out. Wisconsin, huh? What? Uh, I'm from Chicago originally, so um, I've been to a... Thank you to that guy. This guy, very cultured into Chicago. He is a man who's seen blue as the warmest color. Uh, Wisconsin, what brings you out here? You guys visiting or do you live here now? Live here. Yeah? How is that transition going for you? Awesome. Yeah, how long have you lived out here? Uh, since mid-November. Since mid Oh, so still very new, yeah. And do you notice that everybody is thinner here? <laughs> Literally everybody. <laughs> uh, have you been back this winter? Yeah, well, I was uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, and, and then you were like, well, how did I do this? Is that what you said to yourself? Because there was a blizzard going on, and um, I just couldn't remember. Like, I've only lived in L.A. for 18 months. I'm from Chicago, and I could not remember, like, what I used to do to deal with a blizzard. Um, and then I remembered uh, alcohol is the answer <laughs> to that because uh, I don't drink anymore but just going to this club the club that I performed at was a great club with amazing audiences they also sold alcohol by the carafe the single serving carafe <laughs> so I want you to try and wrap your mind around that they sell alcohol in the thing that everybody else uses to pour alcohol from into another thing <laughs> that was one serving you guys are, uh, you're pretty on the fence about me. <laughs> I don't want to put you on the spot, but I can tell. Uh, some people are, like, smiling, but in a way that looks like this. <laughs> what, what isn't working? I look amazing. So it's not that. Um, hair looks great. It's a little greasy. Yeah, sometimes I put lotion in it when it's, like, pretty... Staticky. What's the problem? Um, and then, like, the blue is the warmest color stuff. I get it. That was, like, a little bit loose up top. That's part of the style of the show. Like, I kind of talk about my life so that you guys feel comfortable, you know, and, like, oh, kind of open. And then the other comments come in, and they come in with, like, their tight material, and then you guys are, like, swept into that, and then you respond really well. And then we tape it all and put it on as a podcast. So, like, there's a... I am great at my job, because you guys are thinking, like, this is weird that she doesn't have, like, a ton of really tight pre-written material. And I'm like, no, actually, this is, like, exactly what I should be doing. Um, and you guys are wrong. So... <laughs> I'm just like really setting the stage for people not to fail because it's like, oh, she was so loose. Then when like other people come on, they're like loud and low and like high energy and they have like t you know punchlines. Even um, I, you know, I noticed that you guys are like, oh my god, earlier, you know, we kind of felt like invited and like the scene was set. What I am more than anything is a, is like a well executed uh, uh, like stunt safety video on an airplane. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like I'm talking about like I flew a Delta. This last week, and Delta is showing a great safety video that is all 80s themed. You can't believe it! Like, uh, one of the guys is stowing one of the things that he... And it's a Devo hat. You know what I mean? So it's like, stow your stuff. And he's like, okay. But then, you know, everybody's like, ha oh, well, I will pay attention to safety. So that's a great one. Other ones I'd like to recommend. Virgin America, pretty decent. It's animated. There's some jokes in there. Animated jokes. Um, I don't... Dis you know, I don't... Here's ones I wouldn't recommend. Southwest. Stop making jokes 
from your mouths. You know what I mean? I want written jokes that are highly produced and edited into a video. I don't want hilarious flight attendants. Uh, you should be quiet. So, at some point during the show, oxygen masks might fall from the ceiling. Uh, make sure to put them on the person you like the least first so that that person has to live the rest of their miserable lives. <laughs> that's how working? That's hilarious. I just made that up. I made a great analogy with the safety video. You guys were like, that's pretty good. And then I took it one step further and I kind of referenced the safety video and made it excellent uh, in a great kind of a jokey way. So I'm doing a good job. Um, I think we're all pretty clear on that. And we're going to start the rest of the show. How about that, guys? Did I even say my name? I'm Cameron Esposito. Did I even say that? I'm Cameron Esposito. Hello. Great to see you guys. Uh, this is Put Your Hands Together. We're here wherever you're Tuesday night. Um, I'm the regular host of the show. We put it out as a podcast, which is super fun. So, like, here you are enjoying this right here. And then you're like, wait, I want to time travel in a couple days. You could go back and re-listen to those jokes I just told and then realize that they were funny and you were wrong. <laughs> And um, also, we, one, one thing that is amazing about the show is that we get like the top comics in the country, just hand-picked folks that we know you're going to love, and this first comic is no exception. Uh, you've seen her on Totally Biased uh, with W. Kamal Bell, where she used to be a writer, and uh, she's just one of my favorite up-and-coming comics working right now. You guys are going to love her. She's a favorite of the show. Let's hear it right now for Aparna Nancherla, guys. Give it up for Aparna! <laughs> I've been working on that for 10 years. So, just saw a lot of subtlety and nuance. Uh, Cameron was talking about traveling. I've been traveling a little bit more for comedy. Uh, I stayed in a hotel room not too long ago for like a week by myself. And uh, they actually gave me a room with two beds. And the whole week I was there, I wanted to bring a gentleman caller home. Just so when we got back to my room, I could be like, and this is your bed. Thank you so much for joining me on this spiritual journey. Help yourself to a towel and a coffee filter, and I'll see you in the morning. Oh, please don't talk. It upsets me. You know, just take back the night. Night is for sleeping. I have been trying to catch up on my sleep as an adult, and I feel like it's just not going to happen. Cross it off my Amazon wish list. But I have started taking more naps just as a workaround. My big issue with naps is the waking up part. Like, there is nothing more disorienting than waking up from a nap. It's like you have to piece your life back together every time based on clues around you. It's like starting over in a new country. Like the only feeling I would compare waking up from a nap to is like if you stop to check your reflection in a parked car on the street and then you suddenly realize there's someone sitting in the car. <laughs> You're just like, no! Why is this happening? Is my family okay? What is hair? Like none of the questions make sense. I just lower myself really slowly. I was never here. 
I uh, I have been living in New York for the past year. Uh, I don't think you always realize how much a city changes you from living there until you just, like, have some kind of weird moment of clarity. Like, I was walking in Manhattan a few months ago, and I saw a muffin that had fallen on the sidewalk, and I just kicked it really hard. I was like, I didn't know that about myself. I didn't know it was a muffin kicker. It's like a new truth I have to wrap into my identity. And the top shot off in one direction, the body kept rolling. I was like, sick! I'm a monster! It's like, if you see something, say something. What if you are the something? Can I just report myself to a hotline? I don't know. Do you guys have a good Valentine's Day? Nope. <laughs> Polite, respectful golf claps. That's about right. I had a big one. I, uh, I surprised my boyfriend by letting him know I've been calling him my boyfriend. So I feel like he took it well, considering. No, actually, I don't have a boyfriend. Uh, I am recently still single. Thank you. Thank you. I, I got out of a relationship like a year and a half ago, and it looks like we're keeping it, you know? We're very happy apart. Uh, I feel like there's an empowering period when you're first newly single, like after you crawl out of your laundry pile, when you're just like strutting down the street, humming single ladies, being like, yeah, we're all doing it. We're all owning it. Looking good. Where you're like pointing at loose piles of garbage. <laughs> you get a haircut? Sharp. And then I felt like I was moving more into the rage phase where I just wanted to red rover through couples holding hands. And not even couples outside, like couples sitting in their homes. Just like press myself against the glass. What do you have that I don't? I'm coming in. So I was like, you should empower yourself. You should do something. So I got online like a lot of people do. Joined that website, OK Cupid, you know. Just try to take the initiative. And I just wanted to share for you guys some of the messages I've gotten on the site. Yeah. Thank you. Wow. Well, let's wait on that because you don't know what's going to happen. You guys are optimists. I like that about you. And if you're in a relationship, you can be like, oh, better get out. Market's hot right now. <laughs> Everybody's buying and selling. All right, here's, here's the first one. Hi, we should meet up. We are both Indian and live in NYC. That is a good reason to meet up. <laughs> Whoa, slow down with the charm, buddy. Like a poet of census information. <laughs> Getting me all cold and bothered. Mostly bothered. Here's another one. Very funny lady. We should create a show together. All right. Immediately networking. Uh, but, you know, he's a guy with goals. He has ambitions. I got to respect that. And he goes on to say, also, I like your orgasmic eyes. <laughs> kind of a jump. I thought we were in a business meeting. You know? 
Also, like, orgasmic eyes. I feel like that adjective is a compliment. But can we keep that word away from my face? (laughs) What about my knees or near my feet or third remote location? Still workable? Then he ends strong with, do you like Slurpees? (laughs) Aside from the probable racism... Uh, uh, satellite delay I like to think he just came back to the message later and was like where were we ah yes your best line hit her with the slurps she won't be able to resist and here's my favorite one I'll leave you with hi I like hairy Indian women you look nice Thank you for noticing my most subtle quality. Most people take it for granted. All right, you guys, thanks a lot. That'll be it for me. Aparna! More time for Aparna, not Sherlock. Oh, yes! We are doing great. Hey, how are you guys doing? Are you having a good day? Yeah? (laughs) Weird. That person is into these people a lot. Uh, what's up with you guys? Are you, uh, what'd you do today? You went to Zuma? Like the beach? Yep, okay, cool. How was that? I tried to get there one time, but I did not succeed. <laughs> I don't know where I, yeah, because it's, because you have to drive down the PCH to get to Zuma Beach, uh, and then you, you like either have to pay a lot of money to park, or you have to park on the side of the PCH going 100 miles an hour. You have to parallel park as a, there is a, it's not even like a, it's just a shoulder of the highway that's sort of a cliff, and you have to scoop right up against it, like immediately. It's like, they just park now! Like, you have to just like, it's just as if if your car could go, if you had the kind of wheels that just could rotate and go next to you, that'd be easy. Um, But yeah, no, uh, instead, we just uh, drove around a bunch, couldn't figure out where the beach was, uh, parked, nearly killed ourselves, went to like a different, much dirtier beach, uh, which mostly featured a porta potty and like a making out 60 year old couple, which I'm not against, but like, wow, you know, great to see in the wild. Um, they were laying down, like wrecked in a blanket. I don't know what was going on. Blue was not the warmest color for those guys. You know what I mean? It's pretty cold, actually, to look at it. Uh, so what, you went to Zuma, like, just because, are you visiting in town, or is that just, like, what your lifestyle is? Well, I'm working here for a few months. You're working here for a few months? That's awesome. What are you, what are you doing? I'm a nurse. You're a nurse? A travel nurse. Oh, a travel nurse? For now. Yeah. A travel nurse for now? Yeah. That makes perfect sense. <laughs> Why would you not be a travel nurse for now? Three ounces of nurse, am I right? Nailed it. You know what I mean? That's like a travel size. Do you guys get that? You know what I mean? Do you get it? It's like put her in a little bag or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm killing that. Uh, what do you mean you're a travel nurse for now? Like, where are you usually based? Denver. Denver. But you're here. You're here. Uh, first of all, thanks for your service. Nursing, you know, one of them tough jobs. So you're doing a great job. Uh, Denver, when have you been back since uh, marijuana was legal in... Um, no, well, I've been here a month. You've been here a month. So, yeah, no, you haven't seen it yet? Get ready. <laughs> I was there two weeks ago, uh, and a gentleman... Oh, I was reading in the newspaper 
about how they're having a, an issue where like older people uh, that ha- are going to stores and they're buying a pot brownie and then they're eating the whole brownie and then they're taking themselves to the hospital because they think they are dying <laughs> which is not funny but also a little funny um, but I was, I was reading that article and then I did a show that night and there was a gentleman in the back of the audience who stood up during the show and uh, jumped three rows ahead of himself and landed on a lady's head. I will say we were also performing in an opera house, so that person, so the person next to him decided to yell, he jumped, which is like a really disconcerting thing to yell in an opera house, and you have to be very careful how you use that. You can't just use it for lateral movement. You've got to use that only in one way. So I thought for sure somebody was like, this is terrible, and... Um, <laughs> I didn't want to be that. But anyway, so yeah, he jumped, he landed on a lady's head, and it turned out that's what he had done. He was, a, he was like in his early 20s, never smoked anything. He went to an edible shop, he had a whole brownie, uh, he went to a show, thought he was having a great time, brownie kicked in, he decided to go forward. And then as he was being arrested and charged with assault, he yelled to the uh, entire theater, I am Saddam Hussein! That was his parting... Words. Uh, those were inspiring words. I feel two ways about that. Number one, pretty funny choice. Uh, if it's not true, also if it is true, deep cover for Saddam. Am I right? You know what I mean? He's just in his early twenties. He just figured out how to reverse time, and he's just at my show. So I did not get to the bottom of it, but I do not think it was uh, Saddam Hussein. I don't know. <laughs> But I don't think so. Hey, let's keep the show uh, rolling, yes? Oh, you can do even better than that. Yeah, yes. I know. It's like it's like sleepy in here, but we're going to... Hey, this next comic, we're going to be extra awesome to her because it is her first time in the show, and it's ever somebody's first time on Put Your Hands Together. We go extra nuts for them. She's in from New York, and I'm so excited. Guys, let's hear it right now for Amber Nelson. Give it up for her. Come on. Go nuts. Everybody, it's denim day. Do you see my jacket and her jacket? We're twins. Oh man, I look like every lady in a Burt Reynolds movie. Hello, it's good to be here. You know, the type that'll make a ground beef dinner then yell at you, right? That's me. I even I even put on men's deodorant today. I did. I put on Axe body spray. So I'm ready to get in a fight under a bridge. Who's with me? Who wants it? <laughs> I did. I put on Axe body spray. And I look. I look on the side of the can. And it said, it said, uh, Axe body spray. No need to shower. You just spray on Axe body spray. You're good to go, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh, cool, cool. You got any other tips on being a piece of shit? (laughs) Like, what else you got for me, buddy? What else? Axe body spray. No need to break up with your girlfriend. You just cheat on her. (laughs) She breaks up with you. Yeah. Axe body spray when you don't want to bathe. Unless it's in pussy. Pussy, 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 pussy. I'm a big, strong man. I pick stuff up. I put it down. Look at me. I'm a fucking idiot. 
I take a dump and I eat it. And I eat it. Num num. Num 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 num. I own the world. It said all that on the can. It's a big can. And of course, like the lady version of that is Victoria's Secret. You know, we're in Victoria's Secret. It's a secret that it's expensive and it rips immediately. That's why they gotta trick you with these beautiful models, right? Because such shit quality. Like I've had, I've had the same pair of panties from Walmart for five years. It's fantastic. It's because it's made for real women, you know. Like, have you seen the lingerie models for Walmart? <laughs> hey, I'm Deb. I work at the bank. Oh. <laughs> These panties lasted through my divorce. Shake it. <laughs> Gross. Uh, I always notice, like, strippers, they always have sweet names. You know, like, Candy Candy, Baby Hun. But I want to see a stripper with, like, a salty name, you know? Like, please welcome to the stage, Pepperoni June. <laughs> uh, hi. I'm Pepperoni June. <laughs> Let me rub my salt lick on your ham hock, you faggots. <laughs> You're all a bunch of faggots. I take a dump and I eat it. Num num. I take a dump and I eat it. I've said that twice. I'm a good writer. I take a dump and I eat it. Oh, good night, moon. <laughs> oh, man. I was talking to a girl the other day at a party. A bitch. A real bitch. Because she said, um, Amber, uh, I have a dog that I raised by myself, so I, I'm a single mother. And I was like, I know, God. You know, it sucked that day I had to put my kid down. <laughs> oh. I mean, he was an outside kid. He had rabies. I had to get my dog to shoot the kid. so sad. I like that ladies are downplaying birth when like 50 years ago you just like squat in a field hope you wouldn't die, you know? <laughs> like another girl of mine was like, did I get the light by the way? No. There's the light. Did I ask for it then I got it or I have time? No. I stalled the momentum of the show. It'll be okay. I'll get us back a chugga chugging. When I say a chugga, I want you to say a chugu. A chugga. There we go. There it is. Remember Denim Day? <laughs> Remember that? Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I was talking to that bitch. Oh, God. She said, uh, Amber, I do yoga, so I want to give birth the natural way. And I was like, bitch, 
I don't care how many sun salutations you do. Your taint will rip and you will shit out a waterfall. That's a miracle of birth, you stupid cunt. That's it. Like, I've never been to a yoga class where a teacher's like, all right, class, get in your sun salutation positions. And I'm going to come around with a scalpel and a bucket and cut your taint so it doesn't rip open like the gates of hell. You know, it's exciting. I got a couple characters for you, and then I'll just turn into leaves. I'll get out of here. This first one, this is an, uh, uh, an art teacher at a community college. Here we go. Hi, y'all. Welcome to art class. Now you can draw whatever you want, but I got one rule. Nothing weird. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, last but not least, is this is a selfish person singing happy birthday to somebody else. Here we go. Happy birthday to you! <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I can sing! <laughs> Days about me now, right? <laughs> You're old, Karen. Why did you take a dump and eat it, you bitch? <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, you were great. I just said that into the mic. Guys, Amber Nelson, let's hear it for her. She's got that epic dump and eat it catchphrase. I loved it. It was great. How are you guys doing? Awesome. Yeah, what was your day like today? Uh, taught some kids. Taught some kids? Yeah. Like, because that's your job, or just like, like come here, children. <laughs> just like at the park against their will, behind their parents' backs? No, uh, yeah, you teach, you teach uh, small humans for a living? What? You teach them how to make movies at a nonprofit? Yeah. Huh. All right. I mean, I'm assessing. Like, I'm assessing. Wait, what kind of kids are we talking about? Like all ages. Like all ages. And do they have like a? When? How? Okay. Yep. That makes more sense. Got it. <laughs> so now I was like, because that feels like they should go to school. <laughs> they go to school. And then, so your job is that you teach them after school to make movies. That is a very LA job, uh, and I, are these like at-risk kids that need? Uh, yeah, yeah, like uh, underprivileged. kids. You guys, you're like, get over here! I'm about to put a camera in your hand. <laughs> That's better than food. Um, no, I'm being sassy. Skills are people do need skills. People do need skills for sure. I actually, I've, I've, uh, I've, I worked, I've worked at some after-school programs myself. You know what I mean? Uh, I have actually. Uh, I used to be a tutor. I used to be a, a, a live-in tutor at a. There was a. I worked at a charter school, and that charter school had students went there from eight to five p.m. 
which is one way your high school experience could be different. And they also went on Saturdays. And uh, they not only had regular classes, but then they also had one-to-one tutoring. And I was one of the tutors, and I lived at the school, which is a great way to, like, really be extra weird to your students. You know what I mean? Because I was, like, three years older than but I was like, no, I live at the school! Like, that's so fucked. That's what you think your teachers do, but, like, what if they actually did? Like, that's crazy! It's mind-boggling. Um, yes. And, um... God, I mean, if I could really sum it up by one particular experience, it would be me uh, going through flashcards uh, with a young lady who was telling me, uh, we were talking about, like, the processes of the body, and she was like, yeah, and then the next thing that happens is, you uh, make a dookie. And then I was like, well, I mean, can we just use another word? And she was like, I believe I mean, you make a feces. And that is amazing. We should all use that more often. That is actually like to say like, like, I don't know. I'm just saying. <laughs> Shit is overused. That's why Amber was so effective when she said dump. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're trying to like let's expand our vocabularies. <laughs> like make a feces is great. I had never heard it. I gave her an A. <laughs> Uh, so thanks for your work uh, with those small humans. I'm sure no they need that. Uh, and then uh, what do you do, m'lady? Uh, I'm a student right now. You're a student? What are you studying? Uh, neuroscience. Neuroscience? <laughs> so there's your meal ticket. Am I right? You work for a nonprofit for like an hour. <laughs> Forget it. A neuroscientist, please. What are you going to do with that? You gonna, what, do you, what does one do with that? Probably graduate school. And, and then, like, are you hoping to go... Do you want to be, like, a medical doctor? Or you just want to, like, study... Brain? What are you talking about here? I, that's, it's pretty open-ended. It's pretty open-ended? That feels not true. <laughs> I feel like doctor is, like, something you make a decision on. Um, got it. Cool. You started as an art student, you said? Yes. And then you went to neuroscience. I bet your parents are fucking stoked. You know what I mean? They're like, we're paying for this stupid idiot job! But then you're like, oh, neuroscience. Yeah, that's great. <sighs> okay, well, uh, thanks to your work, you could be a travel nurse! <laughs> Just connecting things, guys. Connecting our experiences. Hey, we're going to keep the show rolling. You guys are doing great. Uh, and yet, I want you to pretend that you are uh, watching your favorite television show that is live and where people are performing for you. <laughs> so like, I don't want you to feel like you're not laughing, but at the same time, you are staring at me blankly. <laughs> and we've already discussed this. Um, like, I can even see that there's no teeth. Like, people are not even smiling. People are just, you yawned a second. It's okay. I know it's been a tough day. <laughs> But uh, we're going to go nuts for this next dude because it's his first time on the show, too. So we're going to go nuts, right? I believe in us. Hey, let's hear it for Adam Newman, guys. Give it up for Adam Newman. Thank you. I would have thought that was genuine if I didn't hear her give you a minute and a half on fake applaud for me when I come out. And for my second joke, uh, here we go. No, it's good to be. Who, who is the neuroscience person? I study neuroscience too. 
And I'm about to do eight minutes of diarrhea jokes for you. You can do that. I'm glad there's been a poop precedent set because I'm going to continue with that for a while. Uh, I am. That's all I have. Uh, that's all I know about. I'm glad to be here. I, it's good to be in Los Angeles. Last week I had to fly from Boise, Idaho to Minneapolis, Minnesota. Uh, or as I call it, boys to men. All right, it's going to be <laughs> stuff like that, too. Look at that casual. You look like you have Band-Aids on your feet. That's what that looks like. Two giant Band-Aids. All right, well, I'll end on this. Um, trying to think of how I can... It's been so poop-themed, I want to give you guys a break, but also, like... What do you want? Do you want non-poop, or are you, like, you happy with this poop stuff? Great. I heard a couple no's over there, but you're louder, so you win. Uh, no, I was, in, uh, I was in Austin, Texas. I was in, uh, anybody ever been to Austin, Texas before? It was great. I was there for three days. I ate nothing but amazing barbecue, tacos off, taco trucks. I don't think I had a vegetable in three days in Austin, Texas. I got back to my apartment in New York, and I pooped. See, look at that. It's funny already. You guys are already on... No, this guy's not on board with that. But or maybe it made him have to poop. I don't know. Maybe he's like, all this poop talk, I'm going to have to take care of this now. Three days in Austin, got back to my apartment, I pooped foam, okay? Foam came out of me. It happened one time, and I was back to normal, but it scared me so much that I went on WebMD and Google to see if it ever happened to anybody else, right? So, like, I'm Googling foam poop, okay? We've all done that before. Nothing comes up. Stuff comes up, but now what you're looking for, right? Like, weird shit comes up. Googled foam butt. Uh, not proud of this. While I was on Google, I Googled butt poop, and as, if you Google butt poop, you'll also learn that butt poop is the most common kind. <laughs> of poop, but didn't I couldn't find one report of somebody saying foam came out of them. The internet's huge. You can go to, you, you can find literally everything on the internet. You can go to Yahoo Answers and type in why can't I get my balls pierced at Claire's and somebody has answered that question. They have. They really have. There's four paragraphs on why you can't get your balls pierced at Claire's at the mall. I didn't even read the whole thing because it was so long. It's got something to do with sterilization in the gun, I guess, but it's not very important. But you can find that, but you can't find one report of somebody saying foam came out of them and what they did about it. And I realized the only place I've ever heard of foam coming out of anybody is, do you guys remember the diarrhea song yeah. when we were kids? Remember the song, when you're running to first and your pants are going to burst, diarrhea? We know the song? I know you know it, because my mom knows it, and she doesn't know any songs. It was, uh, it was my parents' wedding song, actually. When you're running to first, your pants are going to burst. When you're running home... That's right, your pants are full of foam. <laughs> diarrhea. When I was a kid, that was a silly verse to a silly song. Now that it had happened to me, I realized the guy who wrote that song, that came from a real place. Austin, Texas. I got some serious issues with the diarrhea song, by the way. Running to first, pants are going to burst. Running home, pants are full of foam. I'm on board. Those things have happened to me. Do you know what happens when he's running to third? That's right. Something about a turd. So you feel a big turd. Guess what? That's not diarrhea, is it? That is a big turd. That is the opposite of diarrhea. I also want to know why the guy in the song is always playing baseball. I always want to know that. 
And I know there's other verses. I know there's when you're driving in your Chevy and you feel something heavy. I know that verse. But even as a kid, I knew that guy was driving to the baseball game, okay? It's always baseball. How'd it go in there? Pretty good? Everything came out great. Great. Thanks for the report. Where was I in the diarrhea joke? It's long. I get lost sometimes. Chevy, feel something heavy, right. Yeah, it's about the baseball game, right? Finally, I want to know why he rounds all the bases. I always want to know that. There's no verse that says he hits a home run. It's a series of hits, and then you go to the next base. Even if you get a double, even if you hit a double and you're running to first and your pants are going to burst, <laughs> guess what? You stop at first. <laughs> and you get a pinch runner it's <laughs> uh, got a whole other poop connotation by itself and you go home and you push fluids until you're healthy enough to play a whole baseball game without shitting your pants neuroscience degree do you guys think if they put Jesus on the penny they'd call it a JC penny come on I don't know I said come on before I knew you weren't going to laugh at it um my dad's always been uh, really great to me. My dad's always done really great things uh, when I was growing up to me, for me, not to me. We're not doing that. Uh, <laughs> my dad, uh, when I was growing up, he always did really great things for me. Like when I was in first grade, my dad took me to my first major league baseball game. I grew up in New Hampshire, so we used to go to Fenway Park. First grade, my dad took me to go see uh, Boston Red Sox versus California Angels. Roger Clemens pitching versus Jim Abbott, the one-handed pitcher, right? Doesn't get any better than that when you're in first grade. We made a sign together. Uh, two hands or get the fuck out, you know? <laughs> really bonded over it. On the way to Fenway Park, my dad pulled over into an abandoned high school baseball field. And he goes, oh, look at that. Fenway is closed. We're going home. And I cried. I cried so much. It's a terrible trick to play in a first grader. But while I was crying, my dad just drove to Fenway Park. We went to the game. We had a great time. So when I was older, I asked my dad, why did you do that? Were you trying to teach me a lesson? Were you trying to teach me that even when there's great things in life, sometimes there's shitty things along the way? And my dad just goes, no, me and your mom just thought it was funny because he used to cry about everything. <laughs> He called me a couple weeks ago, and he goes, uh, I watched one of your videos online. Uh, I really liked it, but what's jizz? <laughs> and that's my fault. I said jizz in a joke. I put it on YouTube. My dad goes, I asked your mother. Neither of us knows what jizz is. And that's a conversation I'm glad I wasn't home for. I go, I can't have this conversation. And my dad goes, is it snot? <laughs> it's snot, right? And I was like, close, I guess, but it's not snot. We're playing 20 questions of jizz with my dad now. <laughs> and my dad goes, is it cum? It's cum, right? <laughs> and I had to say, yeah, dad. <laughs> jizz? is come. That's a sentence I said out loud to my dad. And my dad goes, oh, I shouldn't have shown everybody at work. <laughs> All right, that's it for me. Thank you guys very much. Guys, keep it going, Brad. 
Adam. Hey, we are going to keep the show right on rolling. Uh, next time we come up, she's on the show before. We love her so much. Let's hear right now for Susan Burke, guys. Give it up for Susan. Hey, guys. I did not uh, wear a denim jacket, but I am wearing flannel and an army jacket, so it's okay. The high-end motorcycle shop that sponsors the show will... <laughs> will not be disappointed. Do you ever get dressed and then look in the mirror and go like, this would look so much better if I was Asian and 16. <laughs> that happens to me every day. I'm like, why? Why do I have to be a tallish white woman? Um, no fair. You're from Denver? Do you know my uncle Brian? <laughs> Brian Burke, he's a banker. He lives in Aurora. Cool guy. Do you know my Aunt Anne? Wait, Snyder? Do you know my Aunt Anne Burke? I have two Aunt Anns that live in Denver, you guys. Crazy, right? That's a, what if the whole show was just me asking, and then it was like time for me to get off, and I was like, no, I know more people in Denver. <laughs> Until we finally, we, I just read the Denver phone book, and then, and then we found somebody that we knew. Um, I'm, uh, I'm a comedian, uh, right? So uh, that means that I know a lot of like, really insecure uh, men. And, uh, and, they'll, and they'll come to me because I'm, I'm married and I'm a woman, so that's like I'm something weird to them. And, uh, and they'll get like, advice from me. And this happens a lot where like, younger guys that I know will come to me asking for advice about girls, and they'll be like, I'll, I'll get it. Girls, they don't like me because I'm nice. You know, like I'm a nice guy. I'm a good guy. They don't like me because these girls are just like assholes. What the fuck? Well, they're just like assholes. And um, the interesting thing is all the guys that say that to me, also assholes. <laughs> but the difference between them and the assholes who get girls, handsomeness. <laughs> um, goes a really, really long way. I'm um, not... I'm not good at like being like pretty girl, um, uh, which is weird because I'm obviously am. Um, but I have a friend who's like super good at being pretty. Like she like buys all the stuff that like pretty girls buy and stuff, and like she washes her face like every day. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. Like I, she never smells weird. I'm like, wow, you don't smell like sweat and stuff. Weird. Um, and so I was, like, trying to figure out uh, what to do with my hair. And so I went to her for advice because she's a pretty girl and, like, they know. And I was like, what do you think I should do with my hair? And she's like, well, Susan, what I think you should do with your hair is they think that you should grow it a little bit longer. And then I think you should make the bottom of it darker and the top of it lighter to create the effect of a child's hair in the summertime. And I was like, okay, that sounds like a good idea, but maybe I'll just do it like all lighter. And she's like, nah. Darker on bottom, lighter on top, like a child in the summertime. It's a really good look, a child in the summertime. You want to look like a child in the summertime. 
So I decided to take her advice. Um, but I went one further, and I didn't just do my hair like a child in the summertime, but I also just like did a whole complete like child in the summertime look. Like I started like getting grass stains all over myself, and like wearing like overalls with a slingshot in front and a froggy in back. <laughs> And instead of wearing any kind of like lip gloss or lipstick, I just started drinking a ton of Kool-Aid. That's a really good luck, child. Summertime. Um, I recently went to Poland, um, which that's a weird country, man. Um, it's beautiful, but it's so strange because everything is super duper old. Like I went to these salt mines and they were, built, I guess, dug, not built, um, in like the 1400s. And so they're like, this is a historic site in 14, you know, 32. And that's crazy. Something that's historic there is actually historic. Because I live in Los Angeles and have for a long time. And here, something's historic if, like, Vince Vaughn has been there before. <laughs> and I get that because Vince Vaughn's old. Like, he, like, hooked up with my friend Amber, and she's old, and he was old for her. So, like, I get that. <laughs> but, like, there, like, shit is actually historic. And it's really weird because, like, here... There'll be those people on the street that are like, oh, come to Jay Leno's show, you know, like with terrible signs. And there they have the same thing for tourists, except for instead of it being like Jay Leno's show or Universal Cities, it's like, come to Oscar Schindler Museum, come to Auschwitz, um, which is really different um, from Jay Leno's show. Um, and I went, I went to Auschwitz and it was really sad and not something to talk about during a comedy show, so why am I? Um, but then afterwards, I was, I was in Germany, and I'm already afraid of Germans, but I'd like just been to a concentration camp, and I was like, every time I heard someone speaking German, I got so scared, because I don't understand what they're saying, but it sounds so scary. German is a horrible language. It's so fucking scary, no matter what you're saying. Like, for example, here's something in German. Stille Nacht, Heilige Nacht, Ole ist schlecht. Scary, right? Do you know what that was? That was the words to Silent Night. That was a Christmas carol about a magical baby being born. And it sounds so scary. It's such a horrible language. The worst is when children speak German. I just take their mouths. Uh, when I was a kid, I, uh, I had like a pretty nice house. My parents never talked about money. And some other kids said, like, you're rich. And I went home, and I was like, I'm rich? That's awesome. And I went to my father, and I said, Father, uh, are we rich? Which I should have known, because I was saying father. Um, <laughs> I should have just given it away right there. But, uh, and my dad said, um, you know what, Susan? We're rich. We're rich with love. And that's all that matters. It's really sweet. A couple years later, we were poor. Because uh, it turns out all that love was acquired through illegal wire transfers <laughs> and insider trading. Um, I'm going to go, but before I do, I'm going to share uh, a thought I had recently. Um, they say that prostitution is the world's oldest profession, right? Everyone's heard that. Um, I don't think that's true. Because if that were to be true, where would all the other people get the money to buy prostitutes? No other jobs had been invented yet. 
So I think that either prostitution is, you know, not the first job, like it was like sheep herding or something else that then made money to like, oh, sex for money, that's the second job. Or in ancient times, every single person on the planet was either a prostitute or a trust fund kid. <laughs> Which means ancient times was exactly like Brooklyn. <laughs> Thank you very much. Show, co producer on this show, Ms. Rhea Butcher. Let's hear from Rhea. My, uh, I went a little less hairspray tonight in my hair, and I'm looking very flat top for Dick Tracy. Yeah, Tracy, 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 everywhere I look, your hair is flat. Um, is, that's pretty funny, okay. Uh, we're doing a great job. Um, Madonna's great in that movie. Do you feel like that's often overlooked? Restless Mahoney, she's great. Spoiler alert. Restless? Breathless. Oh, thank, thank you. I was like, we're over. Um, that was it. Well, oh, we're like, we're, a, we're an engaged couple to each other. That's true. These are our jackets. These are our boots. These are our pants. We're an engaged couple to each other. Um, you know what? I've been traveling a lot lately, and uh, Rhea works from home here in Los Angeles. I do indeed. And uh, so she doesn't often get a chance to come with me, although she's also a comic. Sometimes yes. she travels on her own as well. Travels some myself. Yeah. But we just have not been together at all lately. And I want you to know, you get a little fucking weird. Super weird. Super weird. Uh, like, I think, I mean, I th here's my sure. most, okay, all right. Uh, Lay it on well, What's your late night routine when you're by yourself? My late night routine is just stay up as late as I possibly can, watching whatever is on Netflix. Sure. It's just like, a, you know, like a Russian roulette of maybe it's going to be something about Nazis or maybe it's going to be something educational. Yeah. I mean, Orange is the New Black is on there. Yeah. And Blue is the Warmest Color is on there. Yeah. So we've got a lot of, co a lot of colors color covered. And a lot of lesbians. You just yeah. play those on loop. Just, you don't need to watch anything else. Yeah. Fall asleep with a dog on my chest. Are lesbians in prison or are they young and French? You know what I mean? Like, ask Do that they question. have fake genitals? I don't know. Yeah, it asks that question. Um, that's great. And um, what's your late night routine when you're. My late night routine? I take a sleeping pill, I eat a weird snack. Just whatever's around. Because I have a method while I'm on the road, which Ooh. is I go to the hotel breakfast uh, and I just get all of it! I just take all the breakfast. I take it. I take as much as would last for an entire day of weird, terrible things that nobody should eat, like little packets of peanut butter and disgusting hard-boiled eggs, and then some cream cheeses, and you make a little sandwich. Yeah. With two no peanut bread, two peanut butters, and then a cream cheese in the middle. Cream cheese in the middle. Yeah, just like a weird little fake bagel. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a bagel you'd make out of Play-Doh and give to a child so that they could go ah and pretend to eat it. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, so I come home and then I just eat like whatever's around, um, pop that in my face, yeah. and I watch television until the sleeping pill kicks in so that I can fall asleep without having to think about murderers. Sure. Because that's the thing about hotels, you know they can get in. I don't know how. <laughs> just like with a business card or anything that's like three by five, just slide it through that. What? <laughs> that's how they get in? No. Just use a piece of paper. Don't tell me. And that goes right through the like chain. Chick flip. 
works. Yeah. Right through the train. Yeah. And then through that slammy thing. The, you know that slammy thing just a piece yeah. of paper. Because everybody yeah. knows a paper gun hurts like a son of a bitch. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. And that little lock is like, oh, goddammit. Yeah, the lock just becomes a little bit of a jello sort of a situation, just slices right through. Um, you know what I always assume? The last thought I always have uh, before I go to bed in a hotel? What's that? Should have checked under the bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm like, oh, I've been in the hotel room for a while. Like, if there was a murder in the bathroom, I would have known by now. Like, oh, I locked the door. Like, if there was, you know, like, if, if, like, if the murderer doesn't have a three by five card, they're not going to get in. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm like, oh, and then the last thing is always like, should have checked under the bed. And then I'm asleep. And I have great dreams. Um, <laughs> But that would be the way to get me, I think, if you were trying to get me. Hiding under the bed with yeah. a piece of paper? <laughs> <laughs> right, hiding under the bed with whatever. Let's say you're not even trying to kill me. Well, let's say like you don't want the blood on your hands, but you want me to die. Just, okay. just pop out from underneath the bed in the middle of the night. I'll kill myself. <laughs> hey, you don't have to do it. I'll take my iPhone charger around the neck. Done. You know what I mean? You almost murdered yourself in a ceiling fan when you saw a mantis. That's true. That's true. We're in the house we were staying at, we're so I Palm, totally believe this. We were in Palm Springs. There was a praying mantis. Over my shoulder, Rhea said, oh, look, a beautiful praying mantis. And I said, where is it? And I jumped <laughs> in the air. Um, but you know what was amazing about it? Because there was a ceiling fan directly above me. But I can't tell you how this, like, it went like this. My head went up, and then the, the ceiling fan went, like, almost like a slow motion, kind of like a matrix, like, like that kind of thing, where the ceiling fan just went, like, and then my head just popped right between them flappy things. <laughs> and then I landed already down on my feet by the time it went around. And this was a fast fan, so as you understand, I was quite frightened <laughs> by the small insect eating. Even the praying mantis was like, whoa. She was like, I gotta get out of here. This is like nuts. You know what I mean? He's like, this lady's over my. He was like, yeah. <laughs> One of the top praying mantis, um, like physicality work, you know, creators. Um, she teaches like a whole class on it here. It is really in the mouth, as you'll notice. Like, a lot of people be like, it's in the butt, but no, like, see that? That looks like the mouth of a small, like a but small but big. You know what I mean? That's the weird thing about manti. You used to do a lot of Tai Chi, and I can see that when you right, do Right, my Manti is strong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Slow legs. Yeah, yeah, and really using those new... That's great. Yeah. Was that a praying mantis looking over a windowsill? Yeah. A windowsill <laughs> to try and steal a pie? There it is. But then it realizes the pie is enormous. Like, that pie's too big! Yeah, that resistance is all... There he is, he's getting it in! But you, you know, he's gathering it. Where's he putting it? Right there! Yeah, because he lives in California, and they don't have bags. You know what I mean? So he has to carry it in his arms, take the pie, carry it in his arms. He forgot to bring his reusable he bag. He left it in the car. He left it in his... Every top praying mantis car, which, which beds, you know, is made of fiddlehead. You know what I mean? Fiddle, you know, it's a pretty obscure plant, but if you could visualize it, be like that's fucking perfect for praying mantis. It's got a twirly giant type. I feel like a, a praying mantis would drive a geo tracker. Oh reason. yeah, right. Pop the back top down. Yeah, that's yeah. the same thing. Um, pop the back down and then just eat it. Wife. Don't they do that? Isn't that the thing? Wife eats the no, husband. No, the wife eats the husband. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking yeah. You know what I mean? Um, we don't give a shit about that. That's great. That's great. Um, get him out of here, you know? Right? 
our praying mantises were directing lesbian <laughs> movies. <laughs> so we wouldn't have to watch those straight sex scenes. Um, now here's a weird thing that's happening right now that's never happened at a show before. And I know that, I know that Ryan, uh, you lit us up in the booth. Are we good to go? Uh, good in what aspect? Well, this is what's weird, is that uh, our final performer of the night, he has not checked in yet. He, he, um, he has. He has oh, checked he in. he has checked in. Indeed. Great. So he's here. He's the mayor so we're good of Foursquare to go. Yeah. Because, uh, guys, you just saw a real-time comedy moment where we didn't know what was about to happen, but our producer, Ryan, we communicated with him audibly. Via <laughs> <laughs> microphone. And so now we know we are in a primo position to bring our final comic uh, for the night up. Now, this guy... You, he's a big old deal. He's a, and he's gonna be uh, taping taping for Conan Ooh. tomorrow, I believe. So he's uh, he's coming by here tonight, and uh, and, he's, and you're gonna get a little bit of a preview of that, you know, which is great for you guys. Such a funny dude. So happy to have him. Oh, Rhea Butcher, by the way. Let's hear for Rhea Butcher. Yeah. Jesus, Jesus, she's up the game in this show. Uh, and hey, please welcome to stage Ted Alexander, guys. Give it up for Ted. Come on. So first of all, thanks for running over here from another set as well. Thank How you, many thank times you. are you prepping this particular set for Conan? Uh, probably two times, maybe three. And that's actually, like, that's a lot for because you're you're you perform live a lot. I you're do. Like a I live comic. But so. you know what it is like when you're doing like a specific set. Sometimes you do things that's it's not in the specific order that you usually do them. Absolutely. So it's just kind of moving things. No, around. yeah, exactly. You get and also, I mean, a four minute chunk is tiny. Yes. So to like really figure out what works in order. Yeah, yeah. It's a whole other thing than doing a, an hour set. Sure. You want it to be seamless and kind of just yeah. keep move keep the train going. You know. So is it airing? Uh, tomorrow night, which would be Wednesday. Wednesday night, yeah. So then folks that are listening to the podcast should just find it on the internet because it'll already be up there and yes. that'll be your comment. So thank you yes. so much for being here. Oh, thank you. Yeah, buddy. Uh, have a great night. You too. Arnie Niekamp from the Improv Fantasy Podcast, Hello from the Magic Tavern. I fell through a dimensional portal behind a Burger King in Chicago into the magical land of Foon, and I started a podcast. Season three has just begun with a brand new adventure to defeat the Dark Lord. If you're a new listener or you've fallen behind, season three is a great jumping on point. And we've got great guests like Justin McElroy. I sound like a fancy college professor. Eight nights. <laughs> 
Rachel Bloom. You all see my collection of men corpses and one woman. Felicia Day and Colton Dunn. You've seen <laughs> me have intercourse with a variety of species. It's a bummer. Andy Daly. You have the members of Genesis listed, but Phil Collins yeah. has crossed out and then circled and crossed out again. Uh, yes, I have killed Phil Collins twice. Thomas Middleditch. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! I mean, Jazos! <laughs> ruler of the Eighth Circle! And that's just the beginning. Season 3 of Hello from the Magic Tavern is out now. Listen in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.